I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Man, y'all know that here we go, Steelers chant. That can only mean one thing. That means we are back for the final segment of today's show. And it's been a doozy of one, man. We've been reacting to the backyard brawl that took place last night. 70,000 record attendance at Akashore Stadium. Just joined by my former teammate, my locker mate, my partner, them, and new coach, former alum of West Virginia and Steelers, Terrence Garvin, may join us, shared his thoughts on the game, obviously the Blake Martinez news of him being released, and if we should have interest in him or, or not, all right, but now, before we turn it over to the awesome people, which is the megawatts and the power mm-hmm. grid, because your Twitter feedback has been phenomenal. We will get to you guys shortly. We did have the boss man speaking. In terms of Coach Tomlin, man, he uh, spoke um, a little earlier about the team's focus on their development and just overall preparation going into the uh, the opener. So we're going to turn this over and let him speak for, you know, probably about seven minutes. And after that, man, we'll hop back in this thing and get your tweets, all right? Afternoon. Kind of a transitional day for us, like it is for the for the rest of the league. Uh, we got some necessary business, but um, in the meanwhile, we also have an opportunity to get some work done. And so that's what we did today um, with our guys. We came in um, and, and we chopped up the game tape this morning uh, for my last performance. And we do that, and we do that routinely with, with one purpose in mind: um, for acknowledgement, um, for get better. Um, because it allows us and helps us in plotting the course of action for this week. Um, the tape is our guide in terms of our actions, in terms of how we prepare, in terms of the things we need to focus on with our work individually and collectively. And so that's what today was about for us. Um, the on-field work with Steelers versus Steelers in nature, because we realize that it is about us. It's about the quality of what it is that we do. We, we realize we're leaning in on regular season ball now, but at the early stages of this year, man, it's, it's not about who you play. Um, it, it's about how you play, um, the level of understanding that you display, the, the amount of detail that you have, the quality uh, of your technique relative to the position that you play. And so we pay respect to that, to that approach by well, how we're working, 
um, Steelers versus Steelers and a myriad of things that we do situationally, just in an effort to keep focusing on our game, our understanding, and our execution. Um, so um, that's kind of where we are. We'll do similar things again tomorrow. Um, obviously, we're in the midst of, uh, you know, roster cut downs, and we've done some. We've, we still got some other moves to make. We're still um, exploring ex ex uh, external options like everyone in the National Football League is. And so um, that's kind of just where we are. I'll pause and open it up for questions. Mike, can you confirm that you traded for Malik Reed, and what does he do to help your team? I can confirm it. Um, you know, he's, a, he's an edge guy that provides good quality depth for us there. Um, he's played a lot. He's played over 700 snaps the last two seasons. He was kind of the third guy that, that got elevated and played a lot in Denver because of circumstances, Chubb and others. And so he brings a type of experience that's helpful to us. Um, we're excited about having him. He's, he's young and experienced. He's 26. I talked to him this morning. Uh, he's excited about getting on this moving train and, and putting his hand in the power along with the rest of us. Statements and you let us know at your leisure. Are you ready to name a starting quarterback? No, I'm not. Yep. Mike, did the O line take tell you anything? Um, it was better in some areas, um, but there's some things that continually need to be addressed, and not only that group, um, but all of us. You know, we'll, we'll continually be a group in development. I'm not going to come here, come in here in the next day or two saying we've solved our offensive line developmental issues. It is a process individual and collective development. We got young people playing at that position. We got people that are new to, to us playing at that position. And it is the ultimate cohesion position, much like the secondary where you got a bunch of people working together uh, cooperatively. And so um, we're not looking for, for fast fixes. We're not searching for comfort. We're just simply rolling our sleeves up daily and working. And we understand that every time we step into a stadium, we get a chance to measure progress. And while we do that, we better win, win football games. That's ongoing. That's that's life. That's not anything earth shattering or groundbreaking. We better do schematics to, to, to aid our personnel, whether it's the offensive line or or any component of play. That's that's just appropriate professional coaching. Mike, you just said the outset there about this time of year, especially it's not who you play, it's how you play. Was that particularly evident in week one last year against Buffalo? Is that something how you kind of feel as moving forward against Cincinnati this week? I'm not targeting one specific, you know, performance or game. I, it's just the totality of my career tells me that. That early on, man, you better focus on yourself and what it is that you do and the quality in which you do it. Um, because game's going to be determined by that more than anything else. As the road gets increasingly narrow and we all hone our skills and gain an understanding of the personalities of those that we compete against and our own personalities, um, that, that conversation gets more complex. But at the early stages, you better be focused on making sure that you know who you are, you're, you're dividing the labor up appropriately, you have expertise in appropriate areas, uh, and things of that nature. Mike Najee said after the game he was dealing with a Liz Frank sprain throughout training camp. How much of an issue was that, and how much does that factor into what you guys do with backup? It's a non-issue. Um, he was a full participant all last week and played in the game and, and will continue to be. So that's in our rear view. Do you have much recall and read from uh, 2019? I just watch a lot of professional football tape, and obviously at 700-plus snaps the last two years, he's been on a lot of Denver tape, and so I'm familiar with his play, no doubt. Um, I like his motor. Um, he appears to be attention to detail guy. He plays bigger than his measurables. Um, he's got a nice inside long arm. He's capable of rushing from both sides. Um, there's a lot that's attractive about his game. 
Mike, this, Mike, this is an important year for Devin. What did you, what did you make? This is an important year for all of us. I understand that, but uh, what have you seen from him during camp? Is there any progress that you've been looking for from him? Any yes. All areas, you know, young guys, um, we expect them to grow uh, continually. He's one, uh, particularly because he missed a significant amount of time in the second year. And so uh, it's reasonable to expect him to continually get better in all areas every day. Um, and, and he's bringing that approach and that attitude. And we just got to keep the trajectory of it going. Going back to Sunday's tape, you know, that third and 12 draw play, called it painful after the game. Or 17 or whatever it was, yeah. yeah. Whatever, uh, T.A. was really bothered by it when he talked to us today, too. When you went back and watched that, is there one thing you can pinpoint that you guys need to shore up on, on a play like that? No, we were so bad in so many areas that I'd, I'd be remiss if I just pinpointed one. Mike, <laughs> are there any injury updates with Johnson or Casey or something? No, there aren't. Um, we're, we're optimistic about, about their availability, and obviously we got a lot of time between now and September 11th, and so I think that's just the appropriate attitude to have. The options that you have to replace KZ and some of the stuff you were using him with. Man, we got, you know, we got a bunch of guys. You know, we got Arthur Millette. We got uh, Trey Norwood. Um, we got a bunch of versatile chess pieces in the secondary that allows us to do a lot of things and bring different skill sets. And obviously, KZ um, was doing some really good things, but we had a lot of guys that are displaying versatility down in and down out in the back end. Well, you're not ready to name a quarterback, but how close is that competition heading into this last week? You know, uh, you know, who's to say it's not settled? I'm just not making any announcements um, because it's fruitless for us. We just got work ahead of us, and, and, and so that's not kind of on our agenda to make any announcements to, to feed the beast. We don't care about the beast. Would that be a distraction at all to the team, though, or the quarterbacks themselves? Not hardly. You love when the boss makes beats. A lot of intel right there. A lot of... Uh... A lot of good stuff right there. I, I Brian like Backo made it on the show today. Did you, he, he, did you he, hear him he, there? He held a pit. Oh, jeez. He did. He did. You, you know. He, oh, jeez. I'm, I'm obligated for whenever I'm on with my pit folk or we saying pit, I got to say held a pit. Uh-huh. Because I would have gave him the same energy if it would have been W. I'd have uh-huh. been over here at Country Roads. Uh-huh. You know my energy. You know that. I've been singing Country Roads for a while. Listen, I just need us all to end up in the same conference one day. Yes. And then you'll knock that off real quick. You start playing them every year, you'll knock that off real quick. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. You got to deal with. Never mind, I've already said too much. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just let it go. Just let it go. In fact, use those vocals that you were about to uh, exercise on me. How would you use those on some of these tweets? We're going to okay, be efficient. We're going to be effective. I like all right? it. Because I don't want my voice sounding like yours when I'm on this call tomorrow uh, for the game. Okay. I know I can't wait. I'm going to have to bust out two TVs tomorrow night. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look excited, bro. Because yeah. the Ohio State-Notre Dame game's at night. Am I correct in saying that? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're they're on at 7. Okay. And JMU's on at 6. But Perfect. they're on, two TVs. obviously, yeah, they're Rock on, like, roll. the, uh, I think, what, they're ABC, we're on ESPN+. Plus. Well, I'm going to have them on mute. Yeah, sh- I'm gonna come be, on, now you know what time it is, I'm baby. Gonna be, I'm going to be listening well, to well, my, I greatly appreciate to you, my man. dog called a game. First game, too, for a new era for J. Yeah, that's, man. That's big Opening time. up their, their Sun Belt era, you, man. man. Their 1A SBS move, man. So, no, it's, it's a good time, man. No, I'm definitely awesome. excited about I'm, it, man. I'm, I'm stoked you get to do that. Yeah. That's that's really cool. All right, let's get to some of these tweets here before my voice really goes. <laughs> Cuban Dan tweets. We got a couple funny funny tweets about the voice. Cuban Dan says, take care of that voice, cuz. That's your moneymaker. Tough yes. break last night. Uh, Jason says, Wes, you should take advantage of your current vocal condition for a godfather opportunity. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Nah, if y'all really wanted to lose his voice, 
Watch this. Hey, can we get Macho Man? Is he available I, I, to us? He's not. <laughs> his phone is off today. Where, where's Randy? I, I thought I saw Macho Man walk around here the other day. Listen, he ain't here today, man. <laughs> if I'm going to be doing the show next week, Macho Man's phone's off today. You know what's hilarious? Like when I was 18, 19, you know when I was a student at WVU? Right, right. I would always, like, my voice would be a little gone the next day. Mm-hmm. But it, that would be it. It would just be a little raspy, and I'd be fine by Sunday. Now, it's, different. it's, like, a 40, different. it's like a 48-hour process. Even me, like, I used to be able to talk way louder, and now I'm over here like, now we're going to turn my vocals up, and I'm going to speak softly. That's that's what we're on now. And yeah, not for every game, obviously, because I'm not... Yeah. You know, I'm not fully cranked up to 10 for, for yeah. every single game. Well, in some of these games, but, let's be real. It's going to be a WU versus, like, a Marshall Tech community college. Yeah, when we play Towson in a couple you know, weeks, like, I'm, bro, not going, I'm not going wild. That. Yeah. You know what's going to be tough, though, is there is uh, – we play Oklahoma on a Saturday before the Steelers play New Orleans at home on a mm. Sunday at 1 o'clock. So depending on how that Oklahoma game plays out, I'm going to have to be careful because I'm going to have to do – Halftime and post game on the Steelers radio network. It is, it is. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. I can't even do it. <laughs> the lit one, Rebecca Lee, l- 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 says, "I'm so glad you don't have to sing today, bud." Yeah, could you imagine if this was Bro, a Friday? Not, but if not I had a to chance. do the here we go that song, that would have been rough. Oh. Yeah, about to say I could take over on hosting. I can't take over on that part now. Yeah. Um, let's keep running through these. Rod Dalla wants to know question of the day: drive-in or movie theater? Bro, I'm not going to lie. They're both vibes. I like the driving if I'm having my children with me, though. Just because it's a little bit easier to keep them occupied, snacks, you stuff like snacks. that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas at the theater, those snacks cost a lot more money. And you feel the pressure of if your children aren't as quiet, you feel that energy of, man, am Everyone's I, am looking I, at yeah, us. <laughs> you know? Whereas, like, you might not feel as bothered by your kid over there chewing or eating or whatever they're doing. But to somebody else, you might feel a little bit, a little uncomfortable about it. So I do like the driving for that. But when it's just me and wifey, I do prefer to actually go to the theater because I'm a traditionalist. Okay. And I wasn't a part of the drive-in era. I'm an 88 baby, okay? I was part of the going to the theater era. Mm. So I like to go to the movie theater. I'm a big open-and-night guy. I like to get dressed up on some of these movies. Like the premieres, like I'm, I'm, I'm in that you know, vain. I can remember going to see Bad Boys too when that dropped in the theater. Bad Boys oh, three when all that time dropped. Movie, Bad you know what I'm saying? Too. Like, like I remember when the Fast and the Furious was dropping. I remember when the Batman's was dropping. When it was the Dark Knight, like all that. All the Star Wars, you know what all mean? the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, so that's that's yeah, that's that's what for me. I'm like, I, I like both of them. Yeah, I like both too. I do love the drive-ins. It it situationally depends. I don't go to the movies nearly as much as I used to. Like I'm. I'm content now, unless it is a massive movie that I really want to see. I'm content now just waiting until it comes out on streaming service or, or whatever. And that way I can sit at home and, you know, just just enjoy hey the now. movie. Just enjoy the movie by, by, by myself or with my wife. Um, but, yeah, I, I do love I do love a drive-in. Haven't been in a, in a few years. I might have to maybe this weekend see what's going on in the Pittsburgh area yeah. at the drive-in theaters. Um, let's see here. Austin tweets us and says, any real sports fan that's been to an event like last night should be understanding of young Euler's grandpa voice right now. No, and honestly, man, that's a true (laughs) testament to fandom. Like, if you don't come out of them things where you might have a a sore throat, you know what I mean? You might have a little bit of a hangover. You might, you know, your knees might ache because you were standing up and you don't need to be standing up that long. Like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. That means you're invested. That means you're passionate. And Mm -hmm. as a player, personally, we love that. I would Mm -hmm. much rather... 
come in here when I'm or when I was playing, you would much rather go into a stadium where people are going absolutely ballistic, whether they're loving you or hating against you. You just want them to have that passion. You want them to have some type of feeling towards you. If you're watching a game and you're done with that game and you still look sound and feel as if nothing ever happened, I'm like, bro, why'd you even go? Like, were you a fan or, or you know what I mean? Are you just here for as a friend? What's the which point? is still fine. Which is still yeah, fine. Yeah. I get it. But in all seriousness, though, like, I do like that, and I can't appreciate that from you, man. We got a couple more about last night, obviously, as that's what everyone in town is talking about today. Everyone nationally, I think, too. Wallace tweets and says, didn't WVU cover the spread? That can't help pit in the national rankings. Yeah, I mean, WVU did cover the spread. They did, I, they did, because they bumped it up to seven, seven and a half. And a half. Yeah. 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 I'm seeking no comfort in that regard. I never bet on WVU because I just don't, you know, that's that's the one team that I am still, again, you know, fully emotionally invested in. Um, all my other teams, I want them to win every time they play. I'm cheering for them to win every time they play. But when they lose, it doesn't ruin my night. <laughs> when they have a big game, I don't sound like this the next day. Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, we covered the spread. I hope all you people that bet on Pitt because you thought you were going to smoke us lost a bunch of money. But other than that, I seek no comfort <laughs> in that. Um, Steeler Cop tweets us and says, thanks, Wes, for not crying about the, that last play of the game. That was not a catch. Great game. Wish I was there. Go, Pitt. It was not a catch on the last play of the game. I also think the Pitt drive on the, the possession before where the tight end made that diving catch was the same thing and was not a catch. But, uh-huh. again, I seek no comfort in that regard. That's not the reason WVU lost the game. WVU didn't lose the game because, you know, uh, our player got ejected for targeting where they picked up the flag on Pitt both times. Mm-hmm. Those, and those, and those it was things, a JMU Duke as well. Those things, did, those that, things. Yeah, tell me, that's, that's my, right. yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was pissed about that. I we did not lost, like that We at lost all. both of our top yeah. corners in the course of that game. Yeah. Charles Woods, All-American, goes down in the first quarter with an injury. McCormick gets ejected. That's not why we lost the game, though. A lot of those things in our favor, you know, didn't go in our favor down the stretch. I mean, that's that's not why we lost the game. We lost the game because Bryce Ford Wheaton, who had an amazing night, had one go off his hands at the worst possible time. And we lost the game because we were up seven and they couldn't stop us. We we're going for over six yards a carry. It was getting it was getting gory. And we decided to punt it on on fourth and inches when we could have put the game away. And you get another first down or two, you kick a field goal, you're up ten with three minutes left. I mean that's why we lost the game. I can't believe you guys are making me do this. <sighs> You're doing just fine, though. I'm not one of those, like, oh, it's cathartic to talk it out type guys. It's not. No, you got to get it off your chest, man. It just pisses me off all over again. You better get it off your chest, then. This is what we in here for. It's group session. Sensei, sensei tweets, Wes, you got to speak from the diaphragm. I've been trying. Definitely helps. <laughs> And he tweets and says, it's Iron West. He's WVU tough. <laughs> uh, Steelers question, how long does it take for the post-camp pickups to get integrated into the team? Yeah, we, we just talked about that a little bit with mm. with 920. You never had to do that, did you? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Because you were always signed. Right, we were always signed. I mean, yeah. you were drafted by Buffalo, then right. signed with the Steelers and AZ. That was mm-hmm. all ahead of training camp, Yeah, right? there was never any. But you got to jump on a moving train. That's what you yeah. got to do. Right. But no, I mean, I've, I'm trying to think, man. There's been multiple guys though that have had success doing that type of stuff, though, man. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. even even when we think about here, I mean, LJ Force, the guy that always pops out to my mind, man, just because we literally signed him that last week of the preseason. Great example. Going, it was like two days prior to the Joe game. Joe Hayden. Bro, absolutely. But at least with Joe, we was like, yeah, we know Joe's nice. You know, it's Joe. But LJ was one for us. We were kind of like journeymen. Who is this dude? He's not young. He had a walkthrough practice and went out there in the game and got a sack. 
PBU, couple of tackles. Next thing we know, he's on the roster. And then, you know, he played himself to a nice little contract. Um, obviously, wasn't in Pittsburgh, but nice uh, little deal in Baltimore, man. But it was, it was a dope story for him, though, man. Certainly was. And that's what we're hoping some of these guys will end mm-hmm. up doing here in the next few weeks. Steel City Champs tweets us, I feel so bad for you, Wes. You sound like Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Boats, give him a cough drop. And he got a. I got the halls. I had, had I the holes relief. I had cough three, and I had He got everything you need, man. I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you think I sound bad now, you should have heard me at 7 a.m. this morning. I couldn't talk. I was sitting at the breakfast table with my wife and our daughter. I couldn't talk. My wife, like, again, my wife was like, you got to text Motes and Brian right now and tell them you can't do the show. And I said, babe. I'll get I'll get it right by noon. All right, I don't know if I got it right, but at least close enough to get her done. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Steeler Nation nine twenty. You know he always comes correct with some good questions. He says it's fair season. What is your guy's favorite, or what is the best fair food? I'm a funnel cake guy. Ah, that's a great one. I'm a funnel cake. It's a great guy. one. Hundred percent funnel cake. You know cakes. what? I, you know what? I feel like you get really good at at fairs. It's so underrated too. It's like the the Mexican street corn. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, yeah. the grilled corn with like mm-hmm. the sauce and everything on it. Oh yeah. I also love a good like a good homemade corn dog. Like you know Ooh, like yeah. I I like corn dogs out of the freezer, out of the package, but I'm talking one where they're like, you know, they're spinning it right in front of you and everything. Good corn dog at the fairs is always legit. Uh Number two from 920 is most memorable college game you've ever attended, Wes, or been a part of, Moats. Oof. That's easy for me. The sh- uh, the Orange Bowl in 2012. I was there when WVU smacked Clemson around down in, in Miami mm-hmm. with Geno Smith and Tavon, and we created that Clemson beast because they yeah. they took they lost us by 40 points in the Orange Bowl in 2012, and then they went on to be one of the yeah. best programs in college football. But yeah, being there for that was that's the first one that, that probably pops out. Maybe some of the WVU games with my mom growing up, mm-hmm. like some of the backyard brawls and things like that. But I'd probably go Orange Bowl 2012. Okay, okay, yeah, for me, I got a couple of them, man. Um, but I'll just start with the one that I just like because it's the easiest to reference. Obviously, being a one double A guy, we're playing against App State now. App State, we know they're one A now, but at the time they were one double A, two time national champions, and they had just beat the number five ranked Michigan Wolverines in the Big House. Mm. Couple weeks later, 15 year anniversary of that mm-hmm. game yesterday, by the way. So you know, we end up seeing them shortly afterwards at our house, and yeah, rightfully so. All the hype is around those guys at the pop of circumstance, and rightfully so. But of course, we went up there, and you know, we took care of business. And it was one of them games where yours truly had a couple of them sack daddies on them. So definitely enjoyed that part. But that'll be the one for me, man, because that was my first time ever experiencing the crowd like rushing the field. I had never seen that. I've seen it on TV, but I had never like lived it. And that was one of the coolest moments, beating them in Harrisonburg. And then all the students and, are and out students there. students jumping yep. the fence. They come on that field. It was it was a movie. Like, it was one That's of those awesome. vibes, man. But That's for me, because, awesome. like, like I said, I had never witnessed that in person. But to be a part of it and then to actually feel like I contributed to it as well. Like, yo, man, we was out here making plays. We knocked this team off. Like, this is why. You know what I mean? So that, that part Heck for me yeah. was, like, super dope. Uh, I forgot to when we beat the Kentucky team in the Elite Eight to go to the yeah. Final Four in 2010. Oh, that was another one. John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, oh, Patrick Patterson, Eric crazy. Bledsoe. That team had five first-round draft yeah, picks on it. That was crazy. It. And we beat them in the Elite Eight. My mom and I were there up in Syracuse at the Cary yeah. Dome. That would be a, that would be another great one. Uh, last one from 920. Dang, that just kind of reminded me, but this is a basketball game too. No, hey. But but uh, and this one's a basketball. said college game you've attended. So so check it out. Or been a part of. Elena Deladon. 
you oh, know. Oh, yeah, Delaware world. State. So she was at UConn initially. She transferred to Delaware. Or Delaware. Delaware okay. was our rival, obviously, at JMU. At the time, we had a chick by the name of Don Edwards. She was all world hooper. She ended up getting drafted as well. Cool little story, man. She had a little kidney situation she had to overcome. You talk about one of the craziest scenes, jam-packed arena. Because for those who don't know, JMU women's basketball is kind of like how they view like UConn women's basketball for us. It's a big deal. Our women's team like will pack the it's gym. It's like the women's soccer Not, team at WVU. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a big, big deal. It's a big deal. deal. So, man, they going at it. Our chick go for 30. Whew. Elena went for 50. I was going to say. She went for 50. <laughs> she was unreal. 50 she, into, she was unreal. And I, it, 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 was, it, was, it was overtime as well. But she went for 50. Whew. You talk about a women's team going for 50, and she was every much the part of it, as good as advertised, bro. Whew. That was one of the craziest atmospheres I've ever seen, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. Last one from 920. Both in their prime. Who would you rather wrestle, Brett Kiesel or Cam Hayward? Neither. Yeah, I don't want to wrestle either of them dudes. I would go Keys. I think Keys is a little bit lighter. Yeah. Cam yeah. is definitely a thicker dude. Like, I'm very familiar with both of them dudes. My partners, like, love them dudes, man. But, yeah, yeah, I would definitely rather – because Keys was a little bit undersized, you know? Heck of a heart. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to do all the other stuff, but he's a little undersized. I just – at least that part. Other than <laughs> at that, I don't – At least we got that yeah, at least we got a, a step in the right direction. Maybe his beard will grow so you know? big that he won't be able to see you out yeah, of his uh, peripherals. Other than that, I don't, I don't see a lot that, that makes <laughs> this situation ideal or optimal for us. All right? <laughs> Did last, we have time for a couple, uh, one more maybe? Uh, last one. Yeah. CR, Steeler Nation Chicago. He tweets me as it relates to my pain today and says, God has a purpose for your pain, a reason for your struggles, and a reward for your faithfulness. Don't give up. Now, CR, you know what? You know what? I like that. I think you're right. But as it, as it comes to my Mountaineer fandom, I mean, God's owed me for a while here. Long time. This is true. I thought last night was that time. It seemed like it. We were almost to heaven. <laughs> we were almost there, man. I might still be in section 144 at Akershire mm. Stadium if we would have pulled that off. Mm. I might be doing the show remotely right now from my seat, Bro. standing on my seat When still. I saw that happen live, I thought that he caught it. I jumped out of my seat. I was going crazy. Okay? So I could only imagine what that would have been for a person that's actually invested and that was in right, that program. That was right in front of us, too. Yeah. In the end zone That, that we was in. a nuts type of play yeah. right there. Lexi man. says, just turned on. The Blitz, Wes sounds like I did after the 2008 Steelers-Ravens AFC championship game. I don't think I've ever yelled that much in my life. I had a presentation in class that week. My teacher had to give me a delay. <laughs> Let's go. No, I like that right there. That's how I suppose to be, though. So salute you, Lexi, and salute each and every one of y'all, man, in the Power Greg and Watch that have been with us today, man. Yeah, thanks for bearing with nah, me. Nah, without a doubt, man. Definitely means a lot to us, man. And thank you for picking up Come the slack on, for me today. Come on, man. You know I got your back, baby. If I ain't getting the car with you, who will? Come you on, baby. I wish we had video man. of when, when Moats first walked in here, and I went, what's up? And he heard me. Lost it. He was rolling around Lost in the hallway. It. Lost it, like ladies and gentlemen. Mr. LaMartina, who yeah. you all, you know, our Brian, our, our boss, who you've heard about if you listen regularly he came around the corner and was like what's going on yeah it, it was one of the ones man so we are glad that we were able to have your vocal cords survive so you don't have to make any noise just bing bongers real quick shout out okay. to my producer yeah. mr wesley Euler, man keeping yeah. this extra crispy yeah appreciate that yes indeed the homie tg aka my locker mate Steelers alum west virginia mountaineer alum as well and of course to my partner in crime the one and only mr wesley you 
Cooler. Hey, uh, go kill it on Saturday night, tomorrow night, partner. Hey, hey man, I'm, I'm going to try my best. You know, I'm going to try my best. But either way, man, I greatly appreciate each and every one of y'all rocking with us today. Y'all already know where to find us. And that is always on your 24-7 home of the black and the go. Stillers. Uh-huh. Nation. Uh-huh. Radio. Oh, there it is. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.